R&R in the morning on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. Hey, good morning to you. Good morning, good morning. It's R&R in the morning. It's Tuesday. It's not Monday. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. It's Texas. It's Tuesday. It's Tuesday. And on Tuesdays, we head to Fort Worth. That wasn't even very good. Uh, Clarence Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram is standing by, and he is here. Welcome aboard, man. How was your weekend? I'm great, man. How are you guys doing? We're fantastic. We're fantastic. When are you coming down here to see your people, man? You don't even come to San Antonio anymore. You know you're from here. You know, don't he, forget about us. He don't comes in and leaves and doesn't even call yeah, us. Yeah, you ain't to that big time, are you? Man, don't do me like that. Don't do me like that. You know, you, I know your people listening. That's why I'm calling you out. <laughs> you are hitting a sore spot. Uh oh. You know, my issue is, uh, you know, football season, you know, I can't get away. You know, I have no weekends. Just go hang out. You know, That's I, true. I work, man. It's from, from July to February, man, it's six, seven days a week, every week. Oh, Holidays, you can take a day off here and there. I am working. Nah, I feel you. Not, not enough to go down the street. Right, right, right. So not enough to go five hours down the street. No, that's four and a half hours. Yeah, that's a it's a hump. It is a hump. So, from your standpoint, what what did you think of the game Sunday night? I was disappointed, man. I was looking for a shootout, man. I was looking for this big showdown game to turn into a blowout mm. as far as an aesthetic standpoint. But I thought the Cowboys would win, and they took care of business. I mean, the Cowboys outplayed them in Philadelphia, and they blew them out in Dallas. I mean. You know, it, it was tough to say that when when the Eagles were ten and one that they were not playing well because they were ten and one and they kept winning. But I mean, if you watch the games, they look more like the Vikings of last year than the Eagles of last mm-hmm. year, uh, as far as you know how well they were playing. And certainly, Jalen Hurts was in the MVP conversation because they were winning, but he wasn't playing his best football. And certainly. Uh, the 49ers exposed them, and, and, and the Cowboys did what, you know, the 49ers did. And so they've lost two blowout games back-to-back weeks. But the Cowboys continue to do what they've been doing, uh, you know, since that 49ers lost. And, and even though they lost to the Eagles, that offense was getting better. Dak was getting better. And, you know, certainly the defense played a complimentary game with that damn kicker. That damn kicker that damn- <laughs> <laughs> continues to set NFL records. I mean, who saw that coming? No, I did. He's unconscious. Just, we were the, with you at training camp, Clarence, and we were watching yes. those two dudes just mit, like I almost got hit by a couple of missed field goals at training camp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is crazy what what, what Aubrey's been able to do and and how he's done since the start of the season. But hey, the Cowboys, Forty Nine, the two best teams in the NFC. Seems a little doubt there. Clarence Hill Jr. of the Fort Worth Star-Telegram here. Make sure you're following him on all the appropriate socials so you're getting caught up on things. Uh, behind the scenes, Clarence, what was the effort like to get McCarthy ready to coach on the sidelines on Sunday? Was there any difference after he came back to work? You know, it, it's crazy because you know, the funny thing is I, I was teasing Dak and McCarthy, you know, to, to tell you uh, before we get into that how normal things were, how uh, – Focused they were on beating the Eagles. You know, this man coached after being having emergency appendicitis, uh, in pain, had to have a Matt Walesco to be a blocker on the sideline so nobody would run into him. Uh, and after the game, after that big win, a win that Jerry Jones called the biggest win of Mike McCarthy era, mm. he didn't even get a damn game ball. <laughs> they forgot. They forgot to get a coach a game ball. <laughs> 
you know, Dak, like, what, for appendicitis? I mean, come on. Oh, we'll tell you, you know, he was, like, shocked. And I asked McCarthy yesterday, he said, no, they forgot about me. That That's so crazy, but that's, that's how focused, to me, that's a testament to how focused they were and how normal it was, you know, considering the week was less than normal uh, when your coach is, has emergency appendicitis on Wednesday and, and everybody's shocked in the meeting rooms and wondering where coach was. And, you know, he has this pain he's been dealing with, like most men who let it go too long to a certain extent because right. he had been dealing with pain and think he could fight through it and then he succumbed and said, I need to go and get this checked out and, and has emergency appendicitis and, and has to sleep and, 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 you know, doesn't get out of the hospital until Thursday and, you know, uh, comes back on Friday. But, you know, it, it was different for the Cowboys. But yet uh, the tough guy from Pittsburgh did what he was supposed to do, did what everybody expected him to do, would be out there on the field and call plays. And he called an amazing game. You know, this is his third year in a row, Clarence, of double-digit wins. And the gamble to roll the dice – on letting go of your coordinator who had the number one offense when Dak was starting for two years running. Why Why is Mike McCarthy's name not being mentioned for coach of the year? What is it going to take? Because, again, it's a regular season award. It's not a, It had nothing to do with the playoffs. It's a regular season award. They're 10-3, and three, clearly the second-best team in, in, in the – hell, you could say the league. But why is his name never brought up? And that's no slight to D'Amico Ryans or anybody else is in the conversation, but Mike should firmly be in there at some point. Well, I think that as that goes, that continues to, to rise and, and be at the formative MVP conversation, Mike's name will start getting mentioned more and okay. more. Uh, the problem is, is that they were 12 and 12, 12 and 5 and 12 and 5 the past couple of years. They were supposed to be good. The Miko Ryans was not supposed to be good. Gotcha. So you're going to give guys like that the edge of, cause they're coming out of nowhere. They're doing something that was not expected. I mean, we expected the Cowboys to be good. Of course, we all know that Mike McCarthy and the Cowboys will only be judged by how they do in the playoffs, right? You know, that, that, that's where, you know, he's going to, you know, go over the top for a lot of people. But the, but the problem also is the, the people's opinion of Mike McCarthy. You know, you guys didn't think much of him when he left Green Bay. They thought, you know, you know how you guys were, you know, thinking that, you know, he, he was holding Aaron Rodgers back and he was <laughs> archaic and his certainly offense, he, he didn't, you know, how, how dare you old man replace Kellen Moore? What are you going to do? You yeah. know, you, you, you got this archaic system. You don't know anything about offense anymore. And, and when you did last coach an offense, it was Aaron Rodgers that was changing plays in the line of scrimmage because, you know, the game had passed you by. You know, I, I think that he's getting a lot of guff. Uh, he had gotten a lot of guff uh, that was disrespectful. You know, he doesn't. He he certainly doesn't have the cachet that that uh, Sean Payton has. They have the same damn record. Mm. You know, you look at you know, there there people think have Sean Payton up on this pedestal of what type of coach he is and what he's done. Uh, and he and Mike McCarthy have the same damn record. Actually, McCarthy has more wins than, than Sean Payton. But I don't think people would put Mike McCarthy and Sean Payton in the same category. I think it's disrespectful. And he's showing you guys this year. This guy can coach. And more than anything, he knows how to manage a football team. That's the thing I've been most impressed with, was how he's managed his team. Certainly he managed their health. Done a great job with Mike, with uh, with Tyron Smith and health of these old guys. This team has been relatively healthy. You know, you have, you know, obviously Trevon Diggs injury and Lake Vander injury, but this team has been healthy. The last couple of years have been healthy, and he's certainly managed them well down the stretch. You know, I still don't think he gets enough credit for going four and one without Dak Prescott last year and, and continue to be twelve and five. And now 
third straight year with double-digit win. Could win 12, 13 games this year. You know, he's done a great job since being in Dallas. But again, Mike McCarthy was not brought here to go 12-5. and He was not brought here to get to the playoffs. He was brought here to win in the playoffs. And that's where he'll ultimately be judged. What are you waiting to see, Clarence, from this team to tell you that they are capable of getting that, of getting the Super Bowl? Is there anything left that you need to check off your list that says, yeah, they can do it? Well, I mean, for everybody, it's just what they're going to do in the playoffs. I mean, we're all going to move them, move the goalposts. Oh. Yeah, they, they, they finally be the winning team. We, we, we I mean, ain't moving the goalposts. This is facts, Clarence. Hey, so is it a win against Buffalo? Semantic. Win on the road against a good team on high? Yeah, well, of course, then if they be, of course they're gonna be Buffalo, but this is not their old Buffalo. You know, it's like Buffalo is not the Buffalo we expect. It's always gonna be something, right? And it doesn't matter. They can beat Buffalo. They can beat Miami. At the end of the day, there's still gonna be this question mark when when January comes. Can they overcome these guys in the playoffs? Can they do it again? You know, that's it. That's what it's going to be. And I'm not saying it's unfair. I, I, I say move the envelope, move the goalposts, but that, that's the reality. We, we've started, we going back to training camp was all about what are the Cowboys going to do in the playoffs? Everybody expected them to get there. You know, they, they will, they will be determined. Their season will determine. The legacy be, will be determined by what they do in the playoffs. Certainly, they're playing well. They used to, People say they only beat bad teams. Now, they beat two teams with a winning record at home. You know, and they play well at home. Well, they play well at home. But, you know, now they got to show they can do it on the road. Now you got Buffalo, you got Miami. Can they overcome Buffalo and Miami on the road? We'll see. You know, but these are challenges. One thing Mike talked about, these are playoff-type games. These are games you have to win, you know, if you're going to do well in the postseason. So go prove it. But if, even if they do prove it in the regular season, we're going to come with, well, what are they going to do in the postseason? That's that's a fact. Clarence Hill, Jr., the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. So let's nitpick time. Did you like the offense in the second half? Second half, the offense, I feel like they kind of got – Kind of start playing the score. Kind of felt like the Philly wasn't really going to test them that day. And they, in the second half, they only managed to score, kick three field goals, if I'm not mistaken. What do you think about the offense in the second half? I mean, I think they played with their food early. But, you know, as Dak <laughs> said, you know, they did get key field goal drives. They get, did get key, key points. And those field goals count. And they kept them in the lead. And they really kept Philly at bay because they kept scoring. They were able to score when Philly, we thought Philly was going to get close. You know, that, that, you know, that third down throw to Jake Ferguson, who was uh, exploding. <laughs> that was a dime. You know, right before our eyes, he's become a baby king, baby. He, he's doing well. The jumping, flying Jake Ferguson. Uh, they, they make key plays. Certainly they didn't score the touchdown that they had hoped and you had hoped, but they kept going forward. You know, they were still throwing to the end zone and right. doing different things. Tax still came up with key third down, but they were able to kick field goals. I mean, things were not supposed to be easy against the Eagles, right? That's true. Yeah, but Dak admitted, I didn't play my best. He didn't play his best games. We had to play my best game. We just scored 50. That's what's so crazy about it because you are nitpicking a 33-13 sound blowout victory against the freaking Eagles that puts you on the top of first place. They were nitpicking the offense. I like the way you worded that. <laughs> you're right you're right when he's worded that way i agree with you uh it doesn't get any easier the eagles i think we're just about out of gas the bills are making a chase they're not what we thought they were but josh allen is as good as any quarterback in the nfl right now i mean the, the, they are hot and the prep for for 
How much does the the prep for a quarterback like Jalen Hurts help in the prep for a quarterback like Josh Allen, who seems to be in the same vein? Josh Allen, first of all, he's not playing as well as Dak. Oh, no. No, 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 no. absolutely not. Okay. Nobody is. Dak's yeah. MVP right now. But they're close. Well, he's not playing as well as Dak. Well, they're one and two in a lot of different categories. Josh and Dak are one and two in NFL games with passing and rushing touchdowns. No. I mean, they, they're no, pretty close. No, 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 don't, give me, don't give me stats. He ain't playing as well as Dak. But see, Josh won a playoff game. Still, no, wait. He still, he still turned the ball. No. We, we're talking about right now. You said Josh is playing as well as in the quarter. No, he's not playing as well as Dak. Um, Let's be honest about that. Okay. He's no, in, he's not. He's, he's, he's close but, to the best. But, but you're right. But you're right. I'm, I'm just messing with no, you. I know. You. You're right. Uh, you know, Buffalo, Buffalo remains a challenge. I mean, Josh Allen's good. He Certainly Jalen Hurts and his ability to run. Uh, and, and he'll prepare you for Josh Allen, but he's still a different beast. He's a, he runs with power. He's mm-hmm. a, that's a tough guy to tackle. Yes. You know, and, and, and so all of that. But as well as, you know, it's funny because as well as Josh has played and, 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 and played pretty well against Kansas City, they, Kansas City should have won the game, not for dumb butt Kadarius Tony. And even <laughs> despite know, that, beating Kansas City is no <laughs> difficult task anymore. No, no, no. I'm not saying it is, but it helps when. You know, the Kansas City is the worst receiving court in the league, and, and you got can't get right out there to receive or just continue to mess up. Can't you know, get right. It, 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 it certainly helps. But, but yeah, we, if you watch the game, and I did, I, I mean, I thought Kansas City, blown them, Kansas City should have blown them out. Of course, Josh had that turnover to help him get back in the game in the first half, which he's prone to do. Uh, and, 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 and at the end of the, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, Kansas City was right there. Certainly playing at Buffalo, that crowd, that stadium, there won't be as many Cowboy fans traveling to Buffalo no. as they do to most things. They're not traveling to Buffalo. <laughs> you know, and, you, and, you, and those tickets are not readily available. They don't, those fans don't sell their tickets for the opposing team. You know, it, it's going to be a different environment for sure. It's a huge challenge. And, and you know, again, Kansas State, they, they do have weapons. And one year, it's funny because uh, I was asking Dan Quinn yesterday, are you going to pick Trevon Diggs' brain about his brother, Stephon Diggs? You know, and what, how to stop him. Mm. You know, they practice against each other every summer. Right. And he said, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do uh, Trevon like that and put him in that position. So hey, Clarence, a classic response. You know, we're, we're going to do enough. We're, we're kind of up against it. I, I have a question about the, the future. Uh, certainly Dan Quinn is going to be first on a lot of lists to be the uh, be a head coach out in the Maybe. league next year. Is Al Harris the candidate to be the, the D.C. If, if if Quinn leaves? No, he's not. Hmm, wow! And I know everybody gives Al Harris a lot of sentiment. And my, oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kicking myself because the defensive passing game coordinator is, is the next guy up. Okay. And and he's been with with uh, Mike for a long time, and I can't. Even, I, I'm, I'm kicking myself because I'm old. Uh, <laughs> but but he's the next guy up. Oh, it, not Al Harris. So would is Al, would Al be gone though? Can you imagine him staying if he's not the DC? Well, I mean, it depends on what his role is. I mean, and I, and I you know, listen, we love Al Harris, you know, and we love what he's done with, with cornerbacks. Uh, that, that's, that's a different Joe Witt. Than, than calling a defense. It's Joe Witt, Joe Witt. That's what I'm talking about. My bad. And, uh, forgive me, Joe Witt. But Joe Witt is the guy. Joe Witt was the guy who who who, who, who handled the defense with Dan Quinn. Was that Joe Witt will be the guy, and, and he's ready for that position. Joe Witt is, you know, uh, Mike McCarthy's guy. He was with him in Green Bay with Dan Quinn in Atlanta. He will be the guy, and then maybe Joe Witt will be the defensive coordinator under uh, uh, Al Harris. Maybe the defensive passing game coordinator have, have a bigger role under a guy like Joe Witt. But no, it, it wouldn't be Al Harris who would elevate to the defensive coordinator role. It would be Joe Witt. Sold me. 
He's Clarence Hill Jr. Make sure you're checking him and make sure you're thanking him for joining us every Tuesday. It's always a pleasure, Appreciate my friend. Uh, take care. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys.